Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. Men at the Table Since I wrote about having dinner with women I admire, I now have to write about a dinner party with interesting men past and present. I would want as wide a range of conversation as possible, so these men would of necessity have talents recognized or interest only hinted at that pique my own interest. They would be men who march to a somewhat different drummer, men who were moved to investigate a variety of subjects. And finally, these men would have to be intrepid followers of an inner guidance that was almost impossible to ignore. The men I have selected to sit down and share a meal with are Brad Pitt, not for the obvious reasons, Mozart, Rumi, Father Gregory Boyle, and Leonardo da Vinci. Fresh crab, a good loaf of sourdough bread, and a seasonal fruit salad, followed by coconut cake, would provide us the sustenance needed for our conversation. Let me first address the elephant in the room by telling you why Brad Pitt is included in this august company. While he is an actor of good talent, something that is alluded to but rarely delved into is his love of architecture. He described it to Oprah this way. I love that architecture is this huge art piece you can be inside. I believe it lifts your soul and affects your mindset. His first purchase was a mansion in Los Feliz, owned by Cassandra Peterson, better known by her alter ego, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. I bet that was an interesting purchase. He also had a chateau in France, complete with a vineyard and a residence in New Orleans, where he started the Make It Right Foundation to rebuild areas hit hard by Hurricane Katrina. He has often served as his own interior designer, so no matter where he resides, he makes it his own. Now that interests me, because it's something he loves that he mostly keeps to himself. Rumi needs no introduction if you are at all interested in poetry, but if you're not, you are in for a treat. He treats poetry lightly, while suffusing it with love of the divine, in such a way you cannot walk away without feeling you've been touched by something higher than yourself. This is a favorite quote of mine. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. This one quote could stand alone as a guide for any life. Rumi, to me, is quiet and powerful at the same time. Mozart, on the other hand, is gloriously loud and rowdy. His music is full-bodied and so grand at times, I feel like the music is controlling him instead of the other way round. Requiem is a wonderful example of this musical prowess, a soaring song filled with grandeur and loss. He seems to be a musician who goes all out on every score. Despite his short life, his rapid pace of composition resulted in more than 800 works of virtually every genre of his time. That man just has to have an interesting take on creativity.
Leonardo da Vinci has imprinted himself on so much of history, he is not to be denied a seat at this table. Known as a polymath, a wonderful word that is no longer in use, he had his fingers in many pies. From a revolving bridge that could be quickly packed up and transported for use by armies on the move to pass over bodies of water, to his use of pulleys, weights, and gears in the invention of a fully animated robot. Let us not forget he also created art, along with dabbling in science and engineering. His was a mind not often quiet, I would guess, and I can only assume he would be interested in almost any topic that emerged at the table. And the final seat at my table goes to one of my present-day heroes, Father Gregory Boyle, a Jesuit priest and founder of Homeboy Industries, the largest and most successful gang rehabilitation and reentry program in the world. It supports around 10,000 men and women a year, providing guidance in establishing a new way of life for them. They have jobs in its alternative school, daycare center, bakery, cafe, tattoo removal parlor, and home construction services. Father Gregory has written three books about his experiences with the folks helped by Homeboy Industries, including his first, Tattoos on the Heart, a story of boundless compassion, which moved me so much I had to read the others as well. I've always been curious about what men talk about when they get together. This group, though, cannot be referred to as a casual gathering of men, but rather an intense conversation of loving and creative geniuses sharing their insights and personal experiences. Certainly, creativity is one of their shared hallmarks, but I also imagine there are great personal revelations that I hope will be revealed as they relax into each other's company. What I can add to this group, I cannot imagine. Architecture is mysterious to me and not something I have explored. Although I do know when human hands create a space, There is a part of that creator left behind which is very palpable. Musical composition is way beyond my kin. Poetry is something I admire but do not intentionally create. And the only thing I can take credit for creating are some tantalizing dishes in the kitchen, which, well, I admit it does bring me a great bit of joy. As for balanced compassion, I feel that quality is at the heart of every creative person, allowing them to fail and rise again. Compassion allows space to listen, whether to that inner voice or some outer prod, and to open the door to whatever impulse feeds your soul. It serves the good in all of us, just as this dinner, I hope, will serve those present. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining, too. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on nowthatyouaskpodcast.com. Bye-bye for now.